Welcome back, everybody, to Stay Tuned Sports. I'm sorry I had to take a quick drink of our Lion Cooper hey, Summer hey, Candy. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Ah, I too, senor, am enjoying a Lion Cooper Summer Candy. Hey, it is me, Juan. Cheers, Juan. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long Holy day. Holy cerveza. That is delicious. Give me that mic, you bastard. I, I was just going to hey, say, Juan, hey, where, hey, where's your shoulders ah, at? Ah, hey. I'll kill you, senor. <laughs> Get out of here, you prick. And give me my beer, you bastard. God, man, that guy's getting worse. Hey, at least he knows a good beer compared to that corona shit. He just wants to be your friend. <laughs> Shut up, dickhead. <laughs> so welcome to the show. You know, Jesus. Once again, fucking you're, you're my own house we're recording, and I got to fight Juan, get my beer off him with his dirty salsa lips. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Well, what's up, State Tuners? Huh? <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Never the same, is it? Well, hello there. Yeah. Actually, you know, that little bit there all week, I'm like, you know what? Well, it was like Thursday because I worked a lot of overtime hours, and I'm like, man, I need a beer. I'm like, that's how I'm going to start the show. It's funny because we both thought that at the same time. Oh. I was getting ready. <laughs> and I'm like, no, he's ruining it! <laughs> <laughs> but what's up, everybody? Jimbo, how are you today? Pretty good. Pretty tired. Yeah, we all are working hard, you know. Well, I mean, you're only worked till four, like what, two hours today? I worked all day, so in the heat, you right. at least have AC <laughs> and donuts and coffee and. Wow, that's that's harsh. <laughs> I can't help it. I got an education. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I got an education. All right, just uh, <laughs> the pole dancing it. didn't play off. Huh? <laughs> no. I... <laughs> <laughs> He's been dancing the pole, senor. <laughs> what was your uh, stage name? Clappy butt or something? Butter churn. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a lot to talk about this episode. So. Yeah, we're not, we're not talking about me pole dancing or anything, but yeah, we definitely Although have, you uh, can tweet us and let us know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I was actually thought, thinking you were going to take it there, but, you know. Uh, so since you brought it up, yeah, head over to uh, Twitter. Follow the show at ST Sports Podcast. Uh, my personal one at Jimbo ST Sports. Please, for the love of God, everybody go over to shoulders underscore bro. Follow him, even though he's never on there. No, I'm on there. There's nobody's on there to talk to you, so what's the point? All by myself. See, <laughs> dick. And then uh, also head over to YouTube. Uh, subscribe to there. Like I announced on Thursday, we're, we're part of uh, the pod, uh, Belly Up podcast, podcast Network. Wow, Spit this it out, been, Junior. This has been a long day. This is like high school for you. <laughs> So I got to kind of reset up, uh, reset up all the videos going to YouTube. So we're about three videos behind over there, but they're slowly going to get back on there. Um, other than that, YouTube, folks, for the love of God, please follow me. Uh, well, the show, but I'm saying me because I like to head that up. Um, follow us on YouTube with the show. Please subscribe. That'd be great. But uh, enough of that. Let's get into well, entertainment. Hold on. And also go to uh, Teespring. Oh. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how well, Teespring so How are they going to go? Well, I can't find them. Worst case, I'm just gonna put on our Facebook page oh. the the site, uh, our site to go over because we got some shirts, hoodies. We have onesies for the newborn. Ooh. Um, bunch of you know women's shirts, stuff like that. 
So, okay, that's all out of the way. Let's talk sports. Yeah, I'm excited. We also have, uh, we're going to have, most likely we're going to have two live interviews with Big Hit Rob from Miami. Yeah, it's been a And a, the Philly beat with uh, Big John there. Big John? Yeah. <laughs> trying to give him a props, I don't know. South Philly South Johnny. South Philly Johnny. That's right. right. Yeah. It's been a while since he's been on, so hopefully we could get him on as well. well the Philly beat with Big John, you know, JBBJ. What would JBBBJ do? I don't know. I don't know. Say that five times real fast. <laughs> but, yes, uh, Thursday was the, the Hall of Fame game. I didn't get a chance to watch it because I had work early. I watched morning. some of it. It was a little slow. Um, score wasn't the best. But, uh, hey. Football's on. Who doesn't? Exactly. You, know, you love it. Now, did you watch the whole game or no? I, wa- I, I ain't going to lie to you. I was in and out of consciousness. Okay. Um, I was so tired and trying to stay up and watch it. Uh, I just couldn't. You know, I was in. I was out. I was in. I was out. Um, You know, your typical first preseason game. Starters didn't really play. Yeah. Um, I was impressed with the new Broncos coach. Um, he's now, I believe, it's fifth oldest player to start a career. Did you? Did they talk about what happened to him before the game? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They did. He, and he's, I don't think he passed it either. The, the kidney stone. Right. He was playing with a uh, kidney stone, and they were talking on how brave he was to be on the field and everything because of the pain he was in. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, good job. They ended up pulling him, pulling off the win. So, um, it's preseason. We know, folks. But yeah, the excited. only reason why I asked if you watched the whole game, because like I said, I didn't watch it. But I, when I woke up the next day, I saw it was like a late, late touchdown to win, win the it. game. Yep. Um, I know a couple of guys at my work were saying that the uh, the kid that threw it was actually playing pretty well. But again, kind of reminded me of Afafa. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 Who? What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> They're still in bankruptcy. <laughs> so how about before we dig into football? You know, we always get a little political, but you see what your uh, beloved Baltimore Orioles did. I will be honest, and I'll probably get bashed for this. Plus the story, but. Since we sucked this year, I really had no motivation to, to watch them. Right. Everyone I watch, I, I put on for about three home runs later. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I see we're still doing good. Well, let me tell you what's going on. So, as you know, we're not big with politics, and we try to just be fair and neutral and this. But how many times politics have been thrown down our throats in sports and stuff like that? But here's the thing. So, at the, the baseball park... Um, four fans had a sign, yeah, just like anybody else, that said Trump 2020. Okay. Okay, so they were just showing their love for Trump 2020. Yeah. Now, that's not the first time I've ever watched a game and seen a presidential sign. Yeah. Let's face that, okay? And that's been since I've been alive. Yeah. Baltimore Oriole fans started chanting, take it down, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, apparently we're supposed to listen to Kaepernick and his kneeling, and we're supposed to listen to all this bullshit. But they don't say nothing. They just show a sign. Yeah. Okay. Baltimore Orioles staff comes and kicks them out of the stadium. Wow. I just don't know what kind of America we're in anymore. And if you're for or against them, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And, you know, obviously we're not trying to say who we're for or against, but it's just the fact that they're basically using their First Amendment. They're they're showing who they, they support. They support. Right. And you said fans are chanting, what, the whole three fans? In the whole yeah, stadium? I don't know. Some fans, yeah. you know, the t- Top but, tier, I guess, we're, we're chanting, take it down. and Yeah. It's just... But, and here's the thing I don't understand, too. I mean, even if it's a poster board, big sign. But it was know. pretty big. But, but it wasn't blocking anybody's view. But the thing is... they were in the front of the balcony. It was yeah. hanging over. It was, I want to say, four foot by four foot. But the thing is, how did that make past 
the gates. You well, know you how can, many times? Because you can bring signs in. So I can put Sidney Crosby, marry me and have my children, three babies, and live in California. I love you. In a in a stadium, and nobody says it bats an eye. Yeah. But because, just it's, like it's everybody who wears a Trump hat, they screw with. Yeah. So I I just think that America as a people needs to stop being hypocritical. Yeah. If you're for or against anybody, whatever, you know, I didn't. When I disliked the president, I didn't say, oh, I'll take that down. It, yeah. I had the respect, but it is what it is. I just thought I'd bring it up because I was flabbergasted that the offic- the officials of Orioles had them removed. Yeah. So not only are they ticket-paying members, but you have them removed for their belief. And that's that's the thing. They didn't cause a fight. Yeah. What they should have did is just say, can you please just take that sign down? Right. And leave them there at the game. I right. don't even think they should have did that, but yeah. that would have been better than get out of here. Yeah. And I guess it becomes because of the controversy, uh, controversial statements by Trump about saying that it's a rat-infested city and all yeah. this other shit. But, you know, on the news, they're like, oh, look, there's no rats here. And you see one run by. <laughs> I was loving that. Sorry. I mean, I mean, you know me. I, I'm not political at all. Right. I, I, I watch it just more of a for the drama. Right. Um, I saw the statements that Trump did make. But I was like, yeah, whatever. I mean, listen, I went to a Baltimore game. Me and my dad walked from Camden Yards to Inner Harbor and uh, – I mean, it's not the Ritz Hotel, okay? <laughs> I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. I love going to Baltimore. I love right. going down there, but... Well, I love Philly, too, but I ain't going to tell you I'm going to eat a bacon and egg sandwich off the yeah. sidewalk. <laughs> Jesus, so. there was a huge epi- AIDS epidemic. I remember in the early 2000s. You were afraid to fall and get cut. You might die. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, you know? But people are so sensitive these days. But let's dive into football. Let's dive into some sports talk. Okay. I thought I'd bring it up because it was the Orioles and it was... Political. You just like to look for any part of my fandom to to take shots at no no i actually like the orioles okay i like their jersey my son doesn't which is funny oh really but i like the jerseys i never had a, an ill fate against the baltimore team yeah they don't have any umph or reason for me to hate them i don't mind the ravens and yeah. i don't mind the orioles you know i i don't have any problems have so. you ever been to camden yards no i'd like to go though next time i'll bring you know waiters next... so i don't get bit by a rat but i'll go <laughs> next time uh the Phillies play Baltimore. Maybe we'll take a bus trip. Sometimes right. uh, Paulson Torres, Paulson Torres, if you want to call us for advertisement, please call. Yeah, we can give you a slot for free advertising. <laughs> you can pay this fee. I was wondering if you can remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they usually run a, a bus tour down there. Right. So we can take the boys That's down. Cool. And we obviously can advertise them. We'll let you know when we're going to be down there and some fans can show up. But uh, So, yeah, so you say you want to do some football talk. All right, so here's what I was thinking. First topic. A story that we both love the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Okay. And this is one where I'm like, I'm not sure. <laughs> but uh, Pro Football Focus ranked the Eagles wide receiving core okay. number one in the uh, NFL. I agree. You agree. All yeah. right, well, before we yeah. get into that debate, okay. let me read you the top six. Okay. Fair now, enough. Well, hold on. Just remember this, though. It's not the best receiver. It's the best core. Best core, core. yeah. Well, thanks for explaining that to me. I, yeah. Not just one and two. All four or five receivers. Right. Okay. right. Yeah, with you. Right. So let's, Jesus, let's you want to explain maybe uh, how to eat an apple next? See, what you do is you get a butter knife. <laughs> you slap some. See, wrong. <laughs> so number one was the Eagles. Number two was the Falcons. Okay. Number three was the uh, Rams. Four Ooh. was the Chiefs. 
Then we have the Texans, and then the Browns are number six. Yeah. Must have been a Browns fan that picked that one. No, dude, it's 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 only by that company. So, I put the Eagles up in the top six. I was just shocked that they put them at number one. I mean... So, do you not put them at number one? And who do you put above them if you don't? It's tough. I mean, I guess it's... I can see what they're saying. We got D-Jack. We have... Alshon, we have Nelly, they're calling him now. Yeah. Nelson Aguilar. That's why I want to get rid of him. <laughs> get a little teardrop on his eye. And our rookie. Dude, he's Don't ask me how to say his name. Yeah. Something white. <laughs> JJ is what his first I'm going with. So yeah. JJ. Blah, 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 white. Well, I know it's A. C, D. Then it looks like a Katie so or, or Kesedia. The last or... part of his name is white. Right. JJ White. Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> Hashtag Jaws. Copyrighted by State. I think the worst you'd be pissed off, but he's supposedly <laughs> looking really good. Um, so there's four, but what else are you throwing in there? Now, because you're saying core. Yeah. So do you? I mean, they're not incorporating Zach Ertz, right? Would he? Well, I'm guessing he's tied in, but I don't think he's part of the receiving core. Yeah. So after that, you would have Mac uh, Mac Hollins, which if he stays healthy, he I could like be him, number yeah. three. But but enough to put him at number like the whole core at number one. I think Alshon... How about we do this? We base it off just the top four receivers we think on the team. Okay. All right? Yeah. Or even top three. I don't even care. I mean, honestly, I think uh, Djax and Alshon alone bumps it up there. Right. And then with... But it depends on what Alshon and if he stays healthy. I, I think he will. I think the Chiefs have a good one. I think, I th- I think the Rams are up there with Cooper Cop coming back. I think uh, Chiefs are only up there because probably Terry E. Kill said... You better be afraid of me like he is. Oh, Tyreek, you little bitch. But oh, wait, the Texans of, is... Wait, well, hold on. Hold, speaking of Tyreek... Oh, Jesus. Did you see about his first practice? No. Got laid out. Oh, yeah, I did hear that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was laughing. I was like, karma's a bitch. <laughs> no, I'm wondering if maybe that guy was uh, pro-kid and said, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> and then, I mean, the jokes that were coming out were... He hit him so right. hard, he went on top of the hill. <laughs> no, this one was... Uh, they tweeted out, Tyreek Hill left... After bruise, after a bruised quad, and someone comment, who names their kid quad? <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's not. Wait, it's that's too funny. soon. <laughs> too soon. Um, but the Texans, I would think, would be higher than five. All right, so two, three, four was Chiefs, it, Eagles, Falcons, Rams, oh. Chiefs. Then yeah, I, I would Texans I, and Browns. I, th- I would put Texans above the Rams. Right, me too. And then they would be a close uh, to the Falcons because, I mean, obviously right. they got Julio, they got Ridley. Who's the third guy? <laughs> you know? I would have to look at I it. I mean, Texans, just... you got Hopkins, you got Will Fuller. Right. Um, so I, I, that's, that's basically their top two. Well, the I thought Browns. they picked up, what's his name too, uh, Benjamin. No, he's still free agent because um, Calvin Benjamin. Yeah, I thought he, he got picked up. Just recently, I, I know the so. I know the Giants were looking at him after uh, the injuries, all the injuries hit right. and stuff like that. Um, Browns, I mean, I could see with Odell and Laundry, and uh, they have two other guys too. Devontae Parker is the third guy, right? So I could see them being above. I put them above the Chiefs. The, yeah, I I put them and above depending the on who gets a start for the Rams, I put them above the Rams. And I would even say Falcons because th- that's. 
The Browns, the Browns have three receivers. Two of them obviously right. could be number ones. The and third, they're all speed. And they're all speed. And the third and Devontae Parker could be a number one. Right. But we just never seen enough of him yet. Right, right. Well, so yeah, I, the Miami days. Yeah. So I, I see um I could see the the Eagles number one, Browns two, and then Texans. Right. Chiefs, Rams. So here's a funny fact, and we'll end it with this. Guess who the number 32 team is? Dallas Cowboys. Nope. New York Giants. Nope. How are the Giants not number 32? They have no receivers. Cowboys were 19. Uh, Ravens were 12, and Bengals were 10, which were surprising to me. Well, I don't think I can name anybody from either. Ravens got Miles Boykin from Notre Dame uh, this past draft. Well, and He hasn't transitioned to anything. But... They're saying he's having a very good training camp. And I thought they would have put the Cowboys higher as much as I hate them. But they have some receivers. They have, what's his name? Well, no, they too. have Cooper. Right. Who else? And like you said last week, Cooper came in halfway through the year where they really couldn't game plan for him. Right. And he did have a couple of games where he disappeared. True. So. Well, I guess we'll see. I mean. Yeah. But my uh, favorite player, Nick Foles. Okay. And the Jacksonville Jaguar wires are 32. My poor guy has got hold no up, receiving core. Jaguar wires? Jaguar wires. Jaguar. Yeah. <laughs> Shut really up, you Jaguar. The really messed up part, guys, is I'm already two beers in. He's only a quarter in, so he's That's not even drunk. <laughs> but poor Nick Foles yeah. has the number 32 ranked receiving core. Poor guy. Well, because I think most of the offense is very young still. Well, right, but I'm what saying think, 32? Yeah. And you just said it. The Giants aren't there? Well, they got Eli. <laughs> Eli's better than Nick He's Foles. not on the receiving core. <laughs> yeah, but he's throwing, so he's better than Nick Foles. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> hey, T- All right, then. <laughs> oh, speaking of the Giants uh, receiving core, too, not to kind of get off the, the tangent here, but um, Bengals' old receiver, Johnson, uh, Ocho Cinco, when Golden Tate got suspended, he texts the Giants, if you need a receiver, I'm still I'm still uh, available. I want to see him come back. Dude, he's like, what do you say? He's like 42 or something? Now? Right, so who cares? I know, but that would well, be so, at, so funny. At this funny. point, I would put him on Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> like, dude, just if we'll sell tickets, if you're a team that has no shot. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, you know. And I, let's just say you get 10,000 extra fans because of it. Yeah. I think you make your money back. You know, honestly, as much as I try to get you going about the whole Nick Foles things, I think Nick Foles alone is going to sell tickets for Jacksonville. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. just put and then that defense. Oh, and uh, the Jacksonville Jaguar guy that we talked about last week that's holding out, he's supposed to report August 6th. So he's going to show up even without the contract. He's still going to negotiate. So right. you're getting your wish that he's going to come and help the, that defense and help good. Nick Foles. So. Good, good. And hopefully, when he does show up, that Jacksonville pays him. I mean, he definitely, definitely deserves the the right. raise. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we have a lot of stories, but I know we want to talk some Eagles stuff. So, some quick things. Um, some unfortunate news. Canoe uh, Gregor Hill, our linebacker, lower leg injury, um, but needs further testing and okay. might not be serious. But on an upside to that is... Doug Peterson was saying on how his game is elevated and he's looking very promising. Okay. So that's pretty good news. 
another big thing for the Eagles is that they picked up a new safety, and I kind of like it. Yeah. Jonathan Superian. Yeah. He's 29 years old. He's six foot one. He's 211 pounds. He played 70 regular season starts in his career, and he has 507 tackles, four forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, two interceptions, 16 passes defended. Now, he was from Florida International for school. Okay. Um, so he didn't run too bad. Um, here's my thing before you get into it. Okay. You know, you look at them stats and what's the first thing you think? For me, he's a run stopper. Yeah. 507 tackles. Well, and also, uh, I think this uh, is a, a obviously for depth with Malcolm right. Jenkins and McLeod. He's only 29. Yeah. But also, I think it's a pickup to replace Chris Margos on special teams. Right. He, uh, See, I don't know. I think they're going to use a younger guy for that. I think they're actually going to play him on the other side of Malcolm when McLeod needs to come out or somebody like that. Or they know there's a run. But yeah, I was they said, yeah. you know, he needs to work on it because they even said that he's an in-the-box safety. Yeah. So he, he's like Malcolm when they come up and crack somebody. Yeah. So that puts a run, a fear in the run game. Well, yeah. You know? mean, and Chris Margos also uh, right. switched in and out as well. So it's not he's not just going to be just special teams. Now, you did say last season he, he's coming off a... In 2018, a, he hurt his knee. He played okay. four seasons in Jacksonville, which was also his rookie season, which was... Really good numbers. Yeah. Um, out of his six years playing, five years he was over a hundred tackles each season, um, and great stats. But, yeah, the, that's the that's six season is where he got hurt. Yeah. Um, he played four years in Jacksonville and he played two years in Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. Released. I think when he went to Tennessee, I think we were actually looking to sign him right before we signed uh, signed McLeod. Um, so obviously, if we were looking into him, we already knew some of his background. Right. Um, I think it's six one two eleven, and with those numbers, he's a hard hitter. Yeah, I, I'm I like happy. The, yeah, I like the pickup. I mean, and they didn't pay a fortune for him <clears throat> by any no. means. So, uh, say how many years? Probably a one year contract. I didn't look that far into it. I mean, I a guy coming off the injury like that probably would be a, a one year. Well, yeah, they got to see how his knee adjusts, just yeah. like everything else, you know. Um, I think it's a good pickup, though. You know. Yeah. We'll talk to South Philly, see what he thinks. He probably, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, also, my one last thing is, I know you said Miles Sanders got a minor foot injury, but Dave Spadaro, our uh, famous Eagles insider, yeah. had a whole article and praised him on on nothing but praise for Miles Sanders, saying he's coming to his own, he's looking amazing. It's going to be hard to compete for time in the backfield, but he looks like a player that, Eagle fans will enjoy forever. Yeah. So even um, Brandon Graham gave him right. some props too. Said that he's he, he's basically a lot farther than I expected him to be. Right. You know, um, which is good. I, I'm just, happy for him. I just hope that, and I I would rather have him at the end of the year fresh because we see a lot of these right. college running backs coming to the league that are only used to playing 13, 14 games a year. Right. Once they hit that 14th game, you see the fatigue kick in. Right. And now he did get hurt uh, two days ago, but he was back on the practice field, I right. believe, yesterday. So it's minor. It's nothing minor. Really. But he also had a hamstring injury in the offseason, so he's so, showing some signs of right. injury well, have all that and still get praise. No, I know. I'm not, not bashing the kid. I mean, I, right. I like I like the pick. And, 
you know, maybe again, maybe that's why they brought Darren Sproles in is to like an insurance policy for the case he get, gets hurt goes down for a long period of time. Right. You know. Well, again, I think Darren Sproles will be special teams. Yeah. I think that answers your punt, at least your punt return. Yeah, and which but, kind of disappointing because that other D-Jack kid too, though. Yeah, you got to put. And Peterson already came out and said he's going to be back there for right. sometimes. And even the kid from Penn State, uh, the wide receiver we picked up as an undrafted rookie. I was looking at his stats as far as punt returns and kick returns is electric. Right. You know, so what do you do with him now? You know, it's tough. I mean, definitely, definitely one of our loaded offenses, you know, that we, we haven't had in a very, 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 very long time like this loaded. Right. Which scares me because it puts more pressure on Wentz by far. You know, and what excuse could he have? Yeah. Any. And I'm glad that you brought pressure and, and Wentz because the other thing, too, I saw was uh, Ron Jaworski was quoted on giving him advice. And basically, he just said, just go out and play. Don't force the plays. Right. Live to to, to Just like the mentality day. with Foles. Grip it and rip it. Yeah. Stop thinking. Your body is and mind is trained to see what it sees and go for it. Yeah. Grip it, rip it. And I think Wentz needs to do that, and I think he needs to protect himself a little bit. Definitely. You know, I, I don't Let mind his him, body have a rest. Yeah. I don't mind him doing the runs. Right. Smart. Get down. Exactly. Only when needed. Yeah. You know, if learn to throw away a little bit as much as exciting as yeah. he is. But... You can't keep doing that forever. Yeah. Go talk to Vic. Yeah. Go talk to RG3. <laughs> Poor guy. He's hurt again. Broke, I his, heard he, broke his hand or something. <laughs> I heard the day he signed uh, the contract with the Redskins, he uh, tweaked his hamstring getting on the podium. <laughs> Did you hear what happened? Not to get off the Eagles topic, but what happened to Steven Jackson of the Rams? Yes. <laughs> So, story broke out earlier this week that he signed a one-day deal to retire with the Rams. Right, and they, and they did a cool thing where at one of the yeah. practices, his, his last hand out, he looked good. Dude, he looked like... I was like, bring him back! Big. That boy's big! Yeah. <laughs> Why when, is he retired? And when he took that hand off, ran to the end zone, and Mr. Roger Goodell is waiting there and said, uh, you got to take a drug test. Yeah! I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, I love his response, though. He's like, yeah, no, I'm not coming. <laughs> <laughs> like, the... It's just, uh, you know, it's just a uh, little technical difficulties there, folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just, it's, it's really effed up how this whole drug testing thing goes. Uh, what was well, last I mean, year? I get it's random, but like, as soon as it got pulled, it should obviously been, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you even post it? Look like a clown. They look like basically they're sitting there with egg on their face. Yeah. Oh. What, what? person in today's let's just say what right now you got two of us going are you kidding me yeah who thinks that he should have took it yeah not that he has anything to hide i probably he probably doesn't i i don't care and maybe maybe what they should have did well he probably take an oslin for his joints <laughs> he got from uh the tennessee guy <laughs> hey i like Lama. <laughs> like him a lot you leave him alone he's an all-american boy but uh if they want to drug test him I would have said put an asterisk next to his name. So if he comes out of retirement for some reason next year, then say, okay, you could, you could come out of retirement, take the, the piss test now. Not the day he's retiring. Right. Like that's supposed to be a happy day for him. And right. you're being just Again, a dick. They, they had egg on their face. Yeah. They look like clowns. Yeah. And it just further proves on how fucking clown boy Goodell looks. Yeah. He's an idiot. I would have never, as the head of the NFL, allowed that to come out. No. 
I mean, it obviously it has to come in through In fact, you. the guy that handed me the drug test and told me, guess who got... I would have slapped him. <laughs> like, what more bullshit do you need? Yeah. That's funny, though. But he looked good. He did. Oh, yeah, he did. I, Not to sound gay, but I like his, his dreads. The, You'd think by this yeah. point he'd be like shaved or no clean. man, but he was in shape. He yeah. looked he looked like he could play. I'm, I kid you not. Well, I mean he's he's been a free agent for like two years now. I'm sure he was hoping and holding out for. I don't know how not but... any team out there that needs a goal line back just to run it in three yards out. Yeah, dude, he's big. Yeah, he was bigger than the center who handed the ball off. <laughs> I was like, what? Who is that guy? Is that the towel boy? <laughs> Jesus. So since we are talking about the Eagles, ooh. Let's get your way too early picks. Uh oh. For weeks four through six. <laughs> now I did my picks there uh, yesterday. I basically have us going three and zero these next. We got week four Thursday night game at Green Bay. Week five at home against the Jets. Week six at Minnesota. We lose Green Bay because we have a bad history playing in Green Bay. See, but yeah. And this was I was surprised when I was doing the stats, looking at the stats, for how bad that offense was last year, their passing offense. Like, okay, take Devontae Adams out of it. Who's their other receivers? They were still ranked ninth in passing offense. Right. Like, I know Aaron Rodgers gets a lot of shit for how everything went down last year. I think year. it's a new pressure, new team. I think Aaron has to step up this year, and I think it falls on his shoulders again. Yeah. But – I don't think that defense is going to be a joke because nobody was talking about anything to do with them. Right. And I think playing in Green Bay is a different breed. Yeah. And you know I don't want to ever pick against the Eagles, period. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. But I'm trying to be a real podcaster here. I, I'm, I think it's tough to win in Green Bay. Uh, yeah. I think it's going to be a close game. Right. And I think what, what I picked was like a 17-10. Just like for us on the game. West Coast. Whenever we play San Fran and Oakland in San Fran and Oakland, we have the best teams that go to Super Bowl and we lose. Yeah. I'm like, it, it blows my mind. Do you, Except do you, for when us Nick Foles threw seven touchdowns. <clears throat> to, to who? To who? Riley Cooper. Yes. Coop. <laughs> <laughs> those uh, those uh, pictures, we can't say what we, we can't say what we used to call them. <laughs> Our combo. Oh, but uh, actually those pictures popped up on my Facebook uh, page. Oh, yeah. When me and you went down to the training camp, and there was Coop and uh, Macklin standing next to each other, I'm like, "Oh, I miss you, Coop." Right. <laughs> it was just a fun time. It was yeah. different. We were going through a lot, you know. Yeah. Um, and then week five, we have the Jets, Le'Veon Bell. <clears throat> no, I think Darnold. it's a good test. The only thing that we got going for us is we're at home, right? Yeah, we're at home. Their offense was terrible last year. I got to see who they played the week before. They play in an NFL team. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to take the Eagles in that one. Yeah, because, you know, Le'Veon, I, I'm not buying into him this year. I think the year off is going to show. I don't know. From what I understand in his work ethic and what he's been doing to stay in shape, we'll see. But the thing is, and you know, there's big difference between staying in shape and staying in football shape. Like, But I mean, he it. was actually in football shape. He was running nothing but football drills. But was anybody hitting him, tackling him? Well, no. I mean, that's... You know, that's what I mean. But that's any contact at any time. Yeah. You know? So, obviously, that game I had I had us win. I mean, they, they do have one of the better defenses. Right. I think it'll still be up there. But I think we pull this one out. Then week six, we have the Minnesota Vikings at Minnesota. At Minnesota is going to be tough. They still got a lot of bad blood coming to Philly. Yeah. Um, Again, but how does that team respond? So, they have uh, 
what's his name at quarterback now? Kirk uh, Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Um, Kirk I think doesn't have a good history against the Eagles defense. No. Eagles. The only thing I can say is there is the Eagles defense knows Kirk a lot. Yeah. So they know what they can and can't do and what to look for is mannerism stuff like that. And I think the I don't know how their D is going to be this year either. The the Minnesota running game I think is going to be a little bit better because Dalvin Cook last year was coming back right. from an ACL, so obviously that's tough. They have Latavius Murray that filled in okay, but let's be honest, he's not a number yeah, one guy. In fantasy that prick. <laughs> Being two years out from the ACL, right? The running game will be a lot better. We'll be able to take a little bit of the pressure off of Cousins. I still don't think he's worth the money that the Vikings gave him. I still don't think the Redskins should have tagged him two years. He's a good quarterback, but he's right. not Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know. I, I think they were just desperate. Yeah, I, I think, think so they too. should have stayed with Keenum when they had a chance. Yeah, and let him ride because his luck and and everything was there. Yeah, and I think they made a bad decision. Yeah, but I'm gonna go ahead and say even though the Eagles are gonna piss off their fans again, and we're gonna win. <laughs> All right, so you have us losing to Green Bay, right? But winning against the Jets, right? So basically, me and you have the same record right now. We're both having them at five and one because I had them losing against the Falcons in the first three weeks. But I thought I had them losing in the first week too. All right, okay. I thought you had them going three and zero. So I don't remember. We have to go back to the tapes. So if you guys want to go back and listen for us, <laughs> head over to iTunes. <laughs> Uh, well, then you're at two losses. No, I got them going Oh, you have three to win it out. My yeah. So I got I'm sorry. <laughs> I got the five and one so far. But uh, do you want to stay with some football news or do you want to switch it up? Whatever you want, man. Just keep it going. We'd like to keep everybody in this conversation. The one uh, just popped back in my head. I meant to put this down in our notes. Did you see about the kid that the A's signed? Uh, I believe yesterday. Oh, the guy. Yes, I forgot about that story. So the kid, I guess, was at the stadium with the um, radar gun pitch throw. He was at a Rockies thing. game earlier in the week. Okay, was oh, that what it was? Sorry. Yeah, I glanced at it quick. And he threw ninety five or ninety six on the gun. Yeah, he topped out ninety six, and his brother was the one that was recording the the video and tweeted out, uh, you know, somebody signed this kid, something like that, and. Somehow the A's got pulled in, like he's a fan of them or something like that, right. and he tagged the A's in it, and the next day they signed him. Great like, for him. That's a great. That's a movie right there. Uh, uh, yeah. It, now uh, is he uh, gonna play for the A's or their Double A, Triple that's, A? That's the only thing I didn't see. Just said that he he signed a contract. Uh, well, I'm sure they're gonna work and assess him. Yeah. He doesn't um, even have to be on the roster, really. He could just be working at the yeah. facilities and stuff. Now, from my understanding, he was one of the top pitchers in high school. Ended up getting to a car accident that messed up his non-throwing shoulder, which kind of threw a lot of teams off of him then. And here we are, four years later. I really think this is a Disney movie in the making. Yeah, are you? I are mean, you, are you crying over there? No, no, my eyes are sweating. <laughs> oh, you too? Yeah, no, they don't sweat, dickhead. <laughs> but yeah, no, I saw that. I'd like my baby back, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. I was like, you know, good for him. And it was a good story. Then I started thinking, well, you know, there was that one time I had a good change up down at Knoebel's Music Park that I hit 77. <laughs> I wonder if I could get signed for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're looking for 37-year-old, 70-mile-an-hour change-ups. Hey, look at uh, Dennis Quaid in, in, what was it, The Rookie or whatever? That's what they're comparing this story to. Not The Rookie, but The Prospect, maybe? I don't know. No, it was The Rookie, <laughs> Because this thing, he came in the league so late, but mm -hmm. this kid's young. 
So how would but it be the same? Same story. Like he was an up and coming, you know, ball player. Something happened to him, or all right. the teams. So. And then he gets another shot. Yeah. I hope that I wish the kid well. I, yeah. I love the story. Yeah. So I mean, who doesn't like a feel good story? Maybe he could take over for Trevor Bauer, who's with the Reds now. So the the story <laughs> that popped out. Uh, I don't want to come out. Like that's. I was waiting for um, League of Their Own. Uh, yeah. the, the the coach. Tom, oh, Tom Hanks, Hanks to come out. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> so what happened was last Sunday the Indians were playing the the Royals. I don't know why I keep on saying the Chiefs. I mean I understand it's Kansas City, but it keeps going say Chiefs, say Chiefs. But they're playing the Royals. I see. I think of the Royals because of Bo Jackson. Yeah. So and the Indians were up five three. Royals made a big comeback against uh, Bauer. And ended up winning the game 7-5. When they scored a seventh run, Francona came with, you know, was going to pull him. Got to the steps to come out to the field. <clears throat> and Bauer turned around and said, nope, and threw the baseball over the center field fence. That's pretty far throw. That is. I will give him credit for that. <laughs> Let's I'm just like, start right there. Yeah. I'm, I'm fucking impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you figure. That's at least, what, 430 dead center. 430 dead center, so what, 90 feet from right. pitcher mound to home? So, so three, 350. What the fuck is your math? 430. Okay, sorry, 340. 90 feet from pitcher mound to home plate. Right. Subtract that from 430. Right. It's 350. I just want to see you get excited. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the serious eyes that gave it to you. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> because you had me thinking. And, you know, I know. <laughs> I, I, I've been up since two, so my brain's fried. That's a good throw, man. So, but what happened after that, he ended up getting traded. Francona, before they got, before they traded him, said, you know, well, I got to talk to the GM first to figure out what we got to do. Jeez, I wonder what we're going to do. So they traded him to the Reds in a three-team trade. I'm not sure who was all part of the trade. He was a high prospect, though. Yeah. I just think maybe all the attention, the game, he knew he was playing for a trade and possible new contract. Yeah. Listen, we're human. But I don't mind some kind of emotion like that. Do I think it was right? No. No. But was it entertaining as shit? Hell yeah. Now, what would you? Would it be entertaining if you got smacked in the head with the ball? Oh, shut up! They put I netting mean, up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but, I'll tell you this much: if somebody's sitting in center field wall, okay, maybe you're walking up the steps by the pitcher bathroom from the pitcher's mound. <laughs> that's called. Karma selection. Never mind natural selection. If you, you gotta be kidding me. So, the reason why I bring it up though is because MLB, as much as we have been praising them lately for their suspensions, right. you know, rightful suspensions, stuff like that, they only find them. They didn't suspend them. Right. I don't think it was suspendable. But again, I, mean, I, I know you just said what that did it hurt. It was it just an it, ugly tarnish on his character. It could have hurt somebody though. Oh my God! You were so. You're tr- you're digging deep, but no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. What? But but no, I, technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. We'll be right back. Do, do, do. Are, are you, you planning play- a party? Do you need some party ideas? Why don't you try www.prettymyparty.com? That's prettymyparty.com. Get all your party supplies needs. Get all your ideas and submit your party after. PrettyMyParty.com. Make sure you tell Pretty My Party that I get the payment, or otherwise Juan's going to edit it out. (laughs) 
Well, you're getting five bucks, and I'm getting a BJ. <laughs> That's so, yeah, my wife. So, I mean, I I think I think uh, Bauer should have been at least suspended one start. No way, man. Because again, you're you're setting an example for kids. So when you don't want to get taken out of the game, just turn around. And just Let me ask you a ball. question. So does every guy who goes in the dugout grabs a bat and goes ballistic? They get suspended. No. Then hypocrite. Because he's out of the game. He's not playing. Doesn't no matter. The, the, the players could have get hurt more than anybody. But he he's was still on the field. He was technically still in the game. He threw a souvenir to the fans. That could have hit somebody and spilled somebody's beer. Nobody bitches when Bryce Harper throws a home run or a, a foul ball into the stadium. I was he, just in Philly Stadium. He, he didn't. Does he whip it into the stadium? How do you know it was whipped? How do you know it was generously lobbed? Because it was moving so fast I could not see it. <laughs> You're half blind. That does not matter. <laughs> I don't agree. I, I say no suspension. I think it's so. Good. I mean, they didn't. They, I think that's more in an in-house thing. I don't think Major League Baseball has anything to do with it. Well, maybe, maybe. Well, going off of that, maybe the reason why MLB fined him is because he got traded to the Reds. So how do the Reds, right, suspend him or fine him because they didn't have him at the time? Right. I mean, the Indians can't say, "Hey, Reds, you got to suspend him." I don't know. think suspension's warranted either. Or, way. or fined, you know. Well, fine. Yeah, absolutely. So. Why not find them? Okay. Well, obviously they had to do something. They couldn't just be like, oh. I've just seen other tantrums in a field of play that I wouldn't suspend either, and it would be worse. Yeah. So, whatever. Well, you, you know, you're wrong, so I'm right. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> now, the other topic of debate from this past week was the, the whole LeBron James um, over-celebrating at his son's basketball game. Now, did you happen to see the video at all yet? Or no. no? So, basically, his son was at an AAU tournament. I don't know if that's like alcohol anonymous university. No, it's it's a high-tier league. Okay. It's like a travel team league. Okay. Um, most AAU players get to go places. Okay. You have to get picked for the team at the high school level. It's not like for a high school. It's an AAU league. It's picture like all-stars for, throughout the nation. Okay. So, like, Little League World Series, like, 30 All-Stars are their right. town. Okay. Right. And, I mean, I'll give, I'll give LeBron credit. His son has some good talent. I mean, right. I've seen some of the clips. So, the story went that he was coming up the, the court with the ball, and he threw an alley-oop up to his teammate. An alley-oop or an alley-oop? Whatever you want to call it. You know, I call it one. Tomato, tomato, you know? Yeah. <laughs> threw okay. it up to his uh, teammate and obviously dunked it and... LeBron proceeded to jump up like a moron, went basically a quarter way down the court, on the court, jumping into his son while the game is now back down to his side going on. Refs had a call, you know, timeout, stop like that. His, his shoe came off, so his shoe was in the, in the on the court when he was trying to get back off the court. Right. One, do you think it was uh, look at me? Look at me because no. he's my son. I think it was a passionate father jumping up and celebrating. The minute he stepped on the court, he's wrong. Yes. Um, you start off with jumping like a moron, but you can't tell me if your kid or no. even my kid did some spectacular play in your mind at any of our little venues. Yeah. You would not be jumping up, high-fiving, belly-bouncing, putting your nipple on the glass. and Oh, belly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... 
Yeah, no, I'm, but I'm, I knew a guy that did. <laughs> I'm okay with him celebrating and everything like that, but, but on the court's you, wrong. Yeah, as soon as you step on the court, that he, he screams. then takes the Drake approach where I'm somebody. Exactly. It's, he's got to be a parent only. Yeah, and the, the Fox uh, sports analysis guy uh, Whitlock was talking about it. And he's basically he basically said the fame has finally gotten to, to LeBron and wants everything... Again, I think they're also overreacting. It's something new for him. His sons have of age to really excite him. Yeah. Um, he's always in the spotlight. I mean, I don't think it's the fame that got to him. I just think that's the mentality of those kind of players. It's not fame. It's he wanted to celebrate with his kid like he was playing. So if that's the case, then D. Wade's son is another one. I, I'm not sure if he plays on the same team, but they played on a pickup game or whatever. You don't hear D Wade in the news jumping out up onto the court or but jumping. That's, but that's that's his prerogative. Like, again, me and you will celebrate for the kids too. But yeah, maybe not all parents do. They sit there on their phones. Yeah, I can't totally condemn him. Other than he went on the court. Yeah, and to me, when he did that, he just screamed, "Look at me!" You know, like I don't think it's about him. I think it was ever, ever, excitement for his son. Maybe I'm biased towards it because. Well, I mean, I didn't watch the video. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm going off just emotion here. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I'm biased because ever since the, the decision, I've been soured on him. Like, that just screamed, look I at think me. you're just looking negatively, period, at him. Yeah. Let me ask you this. If you worked with your son, Andy, okay. every day on shooting three-pointers. Yeah. You taught him how to finally shoot him. He's making them. He's draining them. He's looking damn pretty. Yeah. First three games, he goes and plays. He can't hit him because of the way he's getting guarded. Fourth game... He comes out and with no direction, no coaching, pulls up, fakes some steps to the side, and drains a three. Okay. You're not going to go nuts? I'm, I'll go nuts, but I'm not going out on the, on the, right. the court making it. So look maybe at me. I'm, well, my point is with this theory <laughs> is maybe there was something more to that alley oop we don't know. Maybe it was something LeBron was working on with him. And well, he got overhyped and overstepped the boundary. Well, okay. I, again, I am not saying going on the court was yeah. right. Now, here, here's. Uh, but I think we're trying to crucify him. Here's something else, though, then. You know, you said that that might be like his thing or wants to be excited and stuff like that. When he was, I, I believe it was with Cleveland. I forget which team he was with, but his mother was in the front row. Uh, the the other team's player, you know, threw an elbow or pushed him, did something, and the mother got up to come onto the court, and LeBron turned around and said, "Sit your ass down." Right, he did the right thing. So, because it's different. There, here, here. Let's stop for a minute. I agree with you. Because he was the player, right? Yeah. And who was the nut job in the stands again? The mother. A parent. Yeah. New story. His son is the player. He's now the nut job in the court. Yeah. His son didn't act LeBron, like LeBron well, did with his mother. He's what, 15, 16? Right. But it doesn't matter. Do you understand it, my it, point? It does. Parent, parental, Peach. parental influence makes you go nuts when it's your baby. I, I understand that, but if you're going to. Practice what you preach, basically. Well, I'm, I'm trying to get it. Right, I don't think he was. I think he lost his school because it's his kid, man. But he's all... Uh, the other, okay, all right. The other thing with this day, too, was during pregames, while LeBron's sons was warming up, excuse me, LeBron took it upon himself to come out on the court. And he was doing warm-ups. Doing dunks. Right. Taking time away from the kids to warm up. Right. Well, I mean, there's something more to that. Do we know the story? Do the coach... Have, Maybe the coach is like, let's get this place packed. I guarantee you right now, all those games are making more money because LeBron's there. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure of that, but... So then how do we know none of the promoters are saying, yeah, go out and shoot your kid? 
it would have come out. It would have came well, out by now. says who? Because now it looks like they got egg on their face. They're like, oh, no, we didn't tell them. You don't know. I'm just yeah. saying. We are not there. You're really looking to condemn this guy, and I'm not a big fan. Yeah. But I think you're being a little harsh. Hashtag Jimbo's harsh. Hashtag fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But I just think we're overanalyzing it. And, you know, I forget the one uh, NBA guy on ESPN did say there's a lot of people out there like me that are finding ways to bash him. And there is, but right. that's I sports. will tell you this. There has been a lot of controversy with his son because other players are talking a lot of shit and trying to take shots at his son because of who he is. Okay. So maybe, and I'm just throwing speculation out there, how do we know one of them kids weren't on the other team that time? Talking all this shit. Maybe they were making their lives miserable. Yeah. A lot of people are taking, like, and I get it. You're, that's your job here, yeah. taking shots at him. But they were taking shots at him and his kid on the court, on the field, throw, talking shit. I'm not saying they're perfect. I'm not. Yeah. But I do remember stories on how LeBron's son was having a tough time with his dad coming because yeah. people were trying to intimidate him and hurt him and stuff. Okay. So what if it was one of those kids talking shit and yeah. he threw the alley-oop and it went over him? Yeah, maybe that maybe. could have threw the excitement up. Yeah. I'm speculating, folks. Yeah. I mean, speculating. LeBron, they asked LeBron Did about it. he comment? It. He commented. He said that, you know, it, it, he was just excited. He loves to see they're calling him Brownie. That's his son's nickname cool. or whatever. Um, Brownie. Like Brownie. <laughs> yeah. Love to see uh, Brownie and, and my brother's playing with each other like that, you know, just excited to see them play like that. It was nothing like... Right. Well, I mean, again, we don't know because maybe they didn't want it leaked. Yeah. I'm and, just speculating. Yeah. But would it change your view a little bit? E no, it wouldn't because either way, <laughs> he should not step on like... And, I mean, I understand he's a high-profile celebrity. Right. But if I was the ref, I would have kicked him out. I would have ejected him from okay. the game. No, they could have. But 100%. they didn't because what would have happened? The whole crowd would have left with them. <laughs> Well, there's your answer then. No, I, I understand, but, you know. You're being hypocritical. We're saying entertain us. We don't care. And now you're saying. I didn't say about oh. entertaining. I want the kids to entertain me, not some jackass. Not Ooh, really. look you at like me. kids, do you? You know, my <laughs> Barney purple shoes pop, because that's what they, they looked like. It was just yeah. pure purple. This is just jealousy, folks. <laughs> All right, listen, he has like $100 million, okay? That's <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm, I'm a little jealous, okay? <laughs> So one last story. Uh, actually, we'll talk about Dallas Cowboys since we love talking about them so much. What about <laughs> the juiced baseballs? You should have led into that with, when we were talking about the guy throwing. Maybe it's maybe Bauer had the juiced baseball since it went so far. Well, and maybe they see it. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I'll let you take this one. All right, listen, real quick is is there's been this big controversy all season long about more home runs and juiced balls and all this stuff. Well, this Lloyd Smith, who's a 55-year-old mechanical and materials engineer, apparently he's been testing baseball bats for decades, and he's one of the, his company's one that stamps them for like approval, like USA Bats and oh, okay. stuff like that. Well, they did a um, a test on baseballs to see is there something wrong. Okay. okay, and uh, what I'm going to do, folks, it's about a minute, but I think it's worthy. We're going to call this the O'Brien Science. So before you play that, you know, we did. Uh, I did talk about about a month ago with this topic that came up, and the commissioner from the uh, MLB said that they have scientists looking at this, but they can't find any scientific proofs. Well, here's the video. 
My name is Lloyd Smith. I'm a professor in the School of Mechanical and Materials Engineering. I've been at Washington State University for 23 years. I've been testing bats for most of that time, and we've been a certification center for bats for about 16 years. Uh, but eventually, we started looking at the aerodynamics of, of baseballs and softballs. No one had really ever studied it really carefully, tried to really understand how the lift and drag worked as it would in play. And Major League Baseball suddenly has a problem with offense in their game. And as they went through their data, they looked at the uh, information they had in, in, in ball tracking and in play, it became apparent that the drag of the ball principally had, had changed uh, and it had gone down. And, and that decrease was the reason why the offense had increased. So they contacted us and we started testing principally drag of, of baseballs. So this is our piston style cannon. If you were to fire the or, or load the cannon, you would take the ball and load it inside of this grip. And right now, then, it's set to have backspin. If you want a top spin, you rotate that around. If you want side spin, you rotate it there. So you can control your spin orientation. And then you close the breech, hit fire, the ball takes off, and, and you've got a shot. Fire. We measured the speed in this tunnel at three different locations, and then from that change in speed and location, we're able to calculate what we call the coefficient of lift and the coefficient of drag. And it turns out that very small changes in the drag coefficient can have a very large change in the offense of the game. So that the change that we're looking for is on the order of about 1%. Uh, but with that change, you get a significant change in, in the ability of, of hitters to hit home runs. I thought it was interesting. It goes more in depth, you know. Yeah. But basically what they're saying is just because the baseball and the drag and their new upswings and stuff like that. Yeah. So the balls aren't juiced. It's just that the balls are made better. Yeah. So what's... what's again, though, what's well, the major problem? And the... the Guess who are the the positions that are complaining about the balls being juiced? Pitchers. Exactly. Right. Guess who's not complaining about the balls not being juiced or being Everybody juiced? else? Exactly. So, you know, th they got to understand it. How how we are nowadays, like you, uh, you pretty much said all, all episode, we love to be entertained. Right. So, yes, we love seeing the 500-foot home runs. Right. Brother. I took my son down to the Phillies to yeah. see the Braves. Yeah, Sunday. I saw you, you posted. It was great. Bryce Harper first at bat, home run, first that, one in a while. Was that the Grand Slam or no? Okay, that was the game. Okay. Then another a couple home run on the other side too, but then uh, the catcher hits a Grand Slam. Yeah. And I don't want to care what you say, ball is juice. The pitcher had a throw in his wheelhouse, and it was a longer count. Yeah. And then Hoskins also hit a home run. It was a very fun entertaining game and I'll tell you what it was a good game it was great and we never would have survived that game because it was like 96 degrees yeah. in the sun we were 10 rows off with the new netting how far down do they got it uh it was one, two, three, four, five, six, six, seven sections from home so just past a, a section out. past first base yes okay. Um, it didn't really bother me or affect me. I mean, I yeah. missed not having it. Yeah. But I'm sure they can get better nets or, you know, whatever. But yeah, it wasn't that bad. Um, but not one ball came our way off the net. Yeah. The whole time. Um, but yeah, no precaution. But anyway, getting back to it, we never would have survived that game in that heat 
with $6 water and $15 beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what happened to the Philly Stadium, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> and without that entertainment, yeah. it was a good, fun game. Yeah. So I have no problem with it. And my eight-year-old was ecstatic. It's all yeah. he talked about. You know, I don't think we would have survived. I really don't. Well, he's not a pitcher, so he doesn't know the, the hardships. He pitches. Is he? You but f- to see his eyes and how he lit up on that Bryce Harper home run. Yeah. First time seeing him, probably one of the first players he got into. Yeah. Steps up. He's trembling. Within three pitches. Yeah. And it was a good swing. Good. It was everything. Yeah. And it just made it out. It's not like he juiced it out of the stadium, man. It just and, made it over the field. And that's the thing, too, is they're saying these balls are juiced. Well, if they're juiced. Right. Oh, uh, Justin Verlander is the one that brought this oh, all up. Oh, Justin okay? Verlander. Grow up. And the one comment he said is because uh, What about all them that use Vaseline, tar, yeah. spit, semen, butthole juice? <laughs> and they get caught all the time. Like, shut up already. Yeah. But he brought up about how MLB... MLB owns Rawlings. They they bought them out good last year, so Lovely. they they own makes the sense. They use eighty thousand of them a year. Yeah, and he said for the All Star Home Run Derby, they know they're they're juiced. They they physically know it, and uh, MLB could you know use juice balls and this that. So they if physically know it, shut up. If, right if if MLB knows they're using juice balls in All Star Game or the Home Run Derby when they're launching five hundred foot baseballs aren't they doing it in regular season right so if they're so juiced you're right why aren't they going 500 feet then why did bryce harper's just make it over the fence yeah you know and it sounded like he smacked the thing from lightning of god yeah so and then every other home run i seen they didn't go out by a lot yeah there was no upper deckers yeah i tell you what the the grand slam i thought was going to be upper deck yeah it ended up being like six rows over the field dead center left wow so what are we looking at 380? Yeah. Like, I, I don't buy it. Yeah. I don't. I'm sorry, folks. Prove me wrong. I, I just think it's it's the way the game is. You know, players are bigger. Players. Yeah, we are, got into that, too. Yeah. Either way, I. it was a good game, man. Yeah. Maybe you're the type of fan that wants to see a one nothing game. I don't. I mean, I'm okay once. Like, if it's a good pitching match, I'm okay with it. Right. But no, I'm but, there to see. I want my kid had such a great experience. Yeah. He wants to go to every stadium now. Yeah. Let's go to Arizona. Let's go to the Cubs. Let's go. Start saving up, buddy. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have a problem with it. But, that, you know, there's a little new thing for us here. I mean, yeah. it's been a big controversy. We didn't talk on it much, but I don't think they're juiced. Yeah. And if I, they are, I, I, don't I don't think so. I don't think so either. Remember when they used to cork bats for pre, pre-game hitting? Sammy Sosa got, yeah, right, got right. caught. And he, where was he sending those? 500 feet. Right! <laughs> <laughs> so where are these home runs? Yeah. Whatever. And there was a lot of cracks that never made it past middle field. Maybe maybe we'll put the poll up on, on Twitter. Right. Asking if it's, uh, do they think, you know, do you guys, the fans, think the, the balls are juiced? Right. You know, so so before we go. And now, senores and senoritas, it is time for the South Philly Experience with South Philly Johnny. I'll just edit out the dead spot. I mean, you ready to record? Yeah. It's recording now. <laughs> test one. Two, two, one, test. Okay. If you would stop. But you're cutting this out anyway, whatever. 
Shit, he knows how to count to 15, right? I was going to say, I think I didn't remember. <laughs> Maybe we should call him. Text him, call him. Call now, dickhead. Piece of shit. What's going on, buddy? Fuck the penguins very much. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) It's football season, you cock. Hello? Hey, you there? You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. you. Can you hear me? Uh, You just cut out out there a minute. All I heard was fuck the penguins, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you heard the good part. So how's South Philly going? (laughs) Uh, Pretty good, pretty good. Talking, talking some Eagles there or what? Right, I was going to say, how's the fans down there in South Philly? Are they excited? Well, here's the thing. You can't, you know, Wentz hurts with that long ball. He, he doesn't have that gift like Foles does. And uh can't stick all three of them. He ain't sticking, uh, not that Aguilar is a real big threat, but, you know, Jeffrey and uh, Jackson, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> he can't, he just can't do it. Well, Pro Football Focus did release rankings for the top wide receiver cores, and the Eagles did come in at number one. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I Eagles came it. in number one, and then it turned to... We signed Sproles again, too, didn't we? Yes, we yeah, did. Yeah, we signed for a year. Yeah, yeah. Eagles, Falcons, so, so and Rams. Top three. Who is it? Eagles, Falcons, Rams. Top three. Falcons ain't going nowhere. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, uh, did you hear that our boy uh, Sanders, the running back, is doing really well? We just signed Jonathan Spearin, the uh, safety that used to play for Tennessee and Jacksonville. 6'1", 211-pound safety. He looks pretty good. Yeah, he's a hard hitter. I think they they were showing a highlight reel of his hits, dude. He reminds you of Dawkins the way he fucking creams people. Right, and I think he's a run stopper according to his stats. In 70 regular yeah, season yeah. games, he had 507 tackles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I see. He, he doesn't get bumped in either. He, he, he full embodies it. Right, yeah. So what else is going on yeah, down there? Not much. Everybody's really excited about the, uh, you know, we think we're going to go somewhere this year, but who knows? Once we've got to stay healthy, that's the key. So John, but then again, you you know you, you could put Swoop back there. You know you could put Jim back there to uh, throw a couple paces with them wide receivers. I don't know. You've never seen him. Throw. I think that's. What, I, I, guess what? I'm telling you. I think I think that was the goal. You know, anybody could throw to them. Right. Yeah, and I love you saw any of the videos of uh, Deshaun and Carson with the the deep ball. I love the fact that Carson said to Deshaun, "You know, let's give the audience what they want," and he threw a 70 yard bomb to him. When, when he threw it, you could yeah. tell it was overthrown. And Deshaun was like, hey, yeah. I'll Deshaun now, and just caught right up to it. It was, nice. it was a real nice catch. Yeah, yeah. they look good. Well, in other news, did you see what, uh, what's the quote there from the Giants? Their wide receiver, he caught like uh, 500 passes from the from the machine. I tried sending it to you the other day. The one they traded, uh, what the hell is his name? Oh. Stokes or? Sterling Shepard? Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he he was trying to make a statement to the Giants. Oh, you mean Odell Beckham? Yeah. 
Beckham. Beckham. What's that? You mean OBJ? Beckham, yeah. Oh, Dell Beckham. Yeah, that's it. I couldn't think of the name. Remember, the folks, he's from South Philly. Listen, first of all, fuck New York and the Penguins. But, um, <laughs> you know, they should have, uh, you know, you could have picked the audience members out to, to get more than one win. You know what I mean? They're, right. they're bums. Yeah. Right, I get it. So, I'm excited for the Browns. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they look like they're going to start doing something. We'll see, you know, any given Sunday, right? Not this year. I mean, you know, you got to give them a five-year rebuild, but... Finally, someone Might not even take me. that long. Might not even take that long. Right, I think they will I think they get 10 wins this season. Yeah, 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 I think so. But that last year, four or five? Right. I honestly think they're only going to win, like, four or five games. Nah, they, they won five games last year. I don't know how. I mean, they had a couple upsets at the end of the year, too. Right. But eh, what are you gonna do? It's an exciting season. Preseason start next week. As far as the rest of the NFL, this Thursday coming up. Did you catch any of the uh, Broncos game uh, from the Hall of Fame game? Nah, nah. I've been really busy. I know that the Eagles. I I pretty much follow the Eagles, and that's it. And they made a couple of really smart decisions. What the quote took a, a pay cut, like I told you last time right. on the podcast. That was really good, and. Uh, I, I really haven't really, really followed it, but I, I know we we got like four running backs or something crazy. Doesn't somebody got to be cut? Well, yeah, we have Sproles, Clement, Miles Sanders, our draft pick, which I'm high on, Jordan Howard, and... So Howard is probably going to be the cut there. Yeah. They're, they're already saying he's playing lights out compared to how he was in Chicago. Right, so we're going to keep Howard. We're going to keep Miles Sanders. Sanders. We're going to probably keep Sproles and Clement. I think our boy Josh, Josh Adams, Adams from Notre Dame is out and everybody else. I'm just hoping that if we do release him, he falls the to roster the roster spot. But you're allowed five, right? You, well, depend, four. you can have six if you want, but yeah. you're taking away other roster spots in other areas. Yeah. You know? So. Right, right, right. I think I, I think last year we had four. So even if you wanted to keep the kid from Notre Dame five, but you know what I mean? You rode on needles and back up wide receivers. Well, this again, year. if they could fill a special teams need, then they could be kept. Yeah. You know, they're yeah, always but, been running but, backs but in the cover. You got to look at the two way part of the field. You know what I mean? Like last year, yeah. we had a couple, couple people that played wide receivers or tight end that that also was big on special teams, and that's why we. You know what I mean? You don't need that that this year. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, even if you have room, if we kept four last year, which I'm pretty sure it was four. Even if you wanted to keep five, but, you know, you're stretching a pass there. Right. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Out of the Eagles roster so far, what player are you most excited to see in week one? Jackson. 100%. Deshaun Jackson? Yeah, I agree. You're going yeah, to DJ Jax, too? Dude, I, see, I, I am, but I know what DJ Jax can. Remember how that last year when, when, when we got him, I mean, that was his go-to guy. Right, yeah. I'm looking. You know, his go-to guy. You think about it like this: his go-to guy now is Jeffries. So and Ertz. He's yeah, got Ertz. two so really we have go-to receivers. guys. What's that? You got to. You can't forget about Ertz. That he was his main target. Yeah. Yeah, but that's more for the short ball. You know what I'm saying? Well, yes and no. You're I mean, dangerous. I'm thinking we're getting a really high chance because he opens up the field, Ertz. Yeah. You got to cover yeah, yeah. basically four receivers. On a three-receiver spread. And what I you... called Super Bowl before anybody even thought of it that year. Okay, you can't I'm telling spell you, even if they don't, did it, even didn't if they don't say... make it to the Super Bowl. Wait, Johnny, wait. You're, you're talking division. Go, go ahead. 
Didn't you say the year that we won the Super Bowl when Wentz went down and Foles came in? I, I forget the exact 100%. words, bro. I, I don't Listen, know what I'm saying. I, I, he wouldn't I even everything I said. win a playoff yes. game. <laughs> there was a Listen, guy, man. though. I will say this. There was a guy during that time frame that called, not only will they win one game, but they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Who was that guy? That was my evil twin, I believe. <laughs> That's why he offered to buy you a full <laughs> Listen, he had a lot to prove, and and uh, listen, I don't think I still think we made the right decision with Sticker and Wentz, but you know, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, he's he's young. You know, he's the franchise. You already put the tag on him. You know. I hear yeah. you. Well, buddy, as always, it's great to talk with you. We're on limited time here. I have one quote, last question for you, and then we'll call it a yeah. night with you. If I'm in, do still suck. If I'm in the <laughs> South Philadelphia area, or the eastern part of Pennsylvania, or even in my neck of the woods, and say I need a guy to come put, I don't know, a new floor in my house. Do you know a business that I would use? Like a company name. JR Construction that are best in town. No kidding. 267-591-7620. Right, so if I wanted to reach them, that number would be what again? 267-591-7620. That's right, folks. JR Construction, uh, top-notch, especially in the Philly area. Uh, mentioned that Shoulder sent you, and he'll give you a good deal. All right, buddy, it's always a pleasure. Love talking to you. Hopefully we can get you back on back-to-back next week. All right? You got it, pal. All right, buddy. Have a good one. See you later, Johnny. All right. All right. Later, John. I thought I'd plug him again. All right, guys. So that was uh, South Philly Johnny, and uh, I believe that's going to be it for this week. Yes, it's uh, been a great show. Yeah, uh, fun, kind of all over, but it was right, still fun. Right, right. We tried some new fun. things, and uh, again, and we really appreciate your following, so we'd like to see you back on YouTube. And and we even had like a little science, you know, school. Right. You know. O'Brien's science, a, a P, a, not PSA, but like an after-school special. Right. <laughs> well, we play a little video that they, you know, with the baseballs. It is yeah. what it is. So, so before we go, head over to Twitter, follow the show at ST Sports Podcast. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Play. I believe we're on Google Play. Like I said, we switched over to a new host, so I gotta make sure all that stuff is still connected. Um, I guess that's it. Well, do you want to plug our? Our channel, your your only job in this whole show. YouTube, I said it like fifteen times. Well, maybe if you say fifteen more times, we we'll get more. <laughs> Please, folks, go on YouTube and subscribe. Again, our one thousand subscriber is going to get a T-shirt, so um, we will make sure that happens. Which the T the Teespring T-shirts are over on Teespring.com. Look up Stay Tuned Sports. We have all the shirts, hoodies, all that stuff there. Hey, Jimbo. Yes. When you want sports entertainment yes. and you want to get some thrilling news with a slash of comedy and it feels like you're part of the conversation, what yeah. podcast do you want to listen to? Hmm. Stay tuned sports. I was going to say the same thing, <laughs> folks. Stay tuned sports. Catch it now on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. We love you. Till next week, it's your good friend Jimbo's. And Shoulders O'Brien. Peace.